Hey everyone, this is Jason Shepard, and you're listening to the Commercial Pilot Podcast by M0A.com, where a good pilot is always learning. Could you name all four left-turning tendencies? Hey everyone, Jason Shepard here of M0A.com. You are listening to the Commercial Pilot Podcast, brought to you by our number one rated online ground school, groundschoolacademy.com. Check it out. Over 500 private pilot videos, four, almost 500 instrument pilot videos, and our commercial pilot course is almost fully complete. If you'd like to jump in there, maybe as a beta tester, check it out. To see more about our commercial pilot ground school, visit groundschoolacademy.com to check it out and learn more. Any turning tendency is often just called P-factor. Well, gone are those days. You are an aspiring or current commercial pilot right now. Back in your private pilot days, you could just say, oh, P-factor, it's on takeoff, it's a left-turning tendency. Yep, yep, got to get more right rudder, P-factor. And you would have gotten away with it because at the private pilot level, that's essentially what you need to know. I, I make my students learn it in a little bit greater detail. But don't think for a second you could march into your commercial pilot check ride and get away with that easy of an explanation. You need to fully understand P-factor, the four, I'm sorry, the four left-turning tendencies, P-factor being one of them. It's about to get deep, uh, so make sure you've got your thinking caps on here. Uh, if you're getting tired, uh, this may be a rough podcast to listen to. Uh, I'm going to do my best not put you to sleep and, and make everything in plain English for you, but we're going to really dive deep into some aerodynamic principles. So there are four types of left-turning tendencies. P-factor is one of them. P-factor is the one we talk about so much. But really, even at the private pilot level, we don't talk about it correctly. Let me explain. P-factor is really, yes, propeller factor is what it's short for. So we're saying a rotating propeller produces a uniform thrust only when that rotation is perpendicular to our flight path. That's FAA speak. You'll find that in the Pilot's Handbook of Aeronautical Knowledge. What does that mean? Well, it means my propeller only produces a uniform amount of thrust on the ascending and on the descending blade only in level flight. So the moment I enter into a climb or a descent... I experience P-factor. Now this brings up an interesting point because remember, we always said, oh, P-factor, that's what pulls me to the left of the center line on my takeoffs. But didn't we just say that I, my propeller only produces uniform thrust in level flight? I think it's safe to say, or when I'm level, perpendicular to that flight path. I think it's safe to say, 98% of our runways out there are just about level. Why would applying full power, the moment I lay off those brakes, pull me to the left? Well, it's not P-factor. It's a 
left-turning tendency, but P-factor is not that left-turning tendency. So stop calling everything P-factor. It's not, and we'll get into that more here in just a second. See, P-factor really takes effect the moment my nose wheel leaves the ground and I start generating lift. In a climb, the descending blade, the right side, has a greater pitch angle than the ascending blade. It's the right side. So if you were looking at an airplane top down, I'm staring, I'm above it, and I'm looking straight down at it. The right side of my propeller is generating more lift than the left side. Ascending has a greater pitch angle than the descending blade. This is what causes the airplane to yaw to the left. Now, the moment your wheels leave the ground and you pull to the left, now that is caused by the propeller. Specifically, P-factor. Now, the opposite is true in a descent. Now, in a descent, the ascending blade, the left side, has a greater pitch angle than the descending blade. Therefore, this has the opposite effect. So, in a descent, my tendency is to actually yaw to the right. Now, it happens, but you don't realize it because it's easy to see a left-turning tendency on the ground when I'm following a center line. I feel myself yawing to the left. I see my runway out my right window. It's much harder to tell if I'm yawing to the right in space, for example, when I'm in a descent and I don't notice tiny little changes like that as I would when the runway is right there and I can actually see it. But pay attention to it the next time. P factor, you have to be generating lift, essentially. Now, I mean, you're generating lift in level flight. Let me rephrase that. That was a poor way to put it, and I apologize. You have to be something other than perpendicular to your flight path. Because in level flight, you don't generate P factor. Only in a climb, you yaw to the left. Or in a descent, you yaw to the right. Now, let's talk about this one, my favorite one which is torque factor, which torque factor never gets the credit that it's due. In fact, when you take off, there's a little bit of torque factor. Really, on takeoff, all four of these are in play, but torque factor, and actually the next one we're going to talk about, really plays the largest role in rolling down the runway on takeoff, why I yaw to the left a little bit. Torque factor. It's Newton's third law of motion. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Okay, Jason, what does that mean now? As that propeller spins clockwise, the airplane tries to roll in the opposite direction. So this is why you, the pilot, have to hold some right rudder, some pressure in high power, low airspeed configurations. Takeoff, power on stalls, slow flight. You ever notice? Let's put takeoff to the side for a second. Power on stalls, slow flight. You still want to yaw to the left. Yeah, there's some P factor in there, but the big thing is torque factor. Torque factor, high power, low airspeed. That airplane is turning over and it wants to take the airframe with it. That, that engine is turning over and it wants to take the airplane in that opposite direction is what it's trying to do. It's called torque factor. The third is 
and it's probably the hardest to understand, is gyroscopic precession. Gyroscopic precession. What this says is whenever a force attempts to tilt the plane of rotation, a force is applied 90 degrees ahead of it in that direction of rotation. Let's think of it this way, and, and I'll illustrate this one day in a video for you guys. If I had a bicycle wheel, and it was suspended perfectly, and I spun it, and I spun it, and I spun it, and I hit that bicycle wheel, the force would actually be felt and applied 90 degrees ahead of that rotation. The same is true of our propeller. Here's an example. Lowering the nose of that aircraft applies effective force to the top of our propeller, right? I lower the nose. Where is that force? Okay, it's being applied to the top of the propeller. Precession now causes that force to be applied to the right side of that propeller, causing the airplane to yaw to the left, counteracting some of that P factor we just learned about. Raising the nose applies that effective force to the bottom of the propeller. Precession now causes that force to be applied to the left side of the propeller, causing that airplane to yaw to the right, counteracting a little bit of that P factor we just learned about. Now, this force, keep in mind, is only apparent when the aircraft's pitch is changing. Once the action of pitching, once we're in level flight to stop, that force is gone. It's the same thing. In level flight, I'm not going to feel gyroscopic precession. It's only in a climb or a descent. A great way to show this, again, is by spinning a bicycle wheel. It is a great way to demonstrate that. The fourth and final is this. It's slipstream. Slipstream. It's the high-speed rotation of the propeller causes a spiraling motion of airflow around and behind it. Now, literally, I mean, just picture it like this. I create a spiraling motion around my empennage, around the, the fuselage of the aircraft. It goes all the way back, and it hits the vertical stabilizer from the left, causing the airplane to yaw. This isn't felt too much. It's felt a little bit. It's certainly more prominent actually in multi-engine aircraft, oddly enough. But it does play a role in single-engine aircraft. But what you need to understand is there are four types of left turning tendencies. P-factor, torque factor, gyroscopic precession, and slipstream. Gone are the days of just lumping everything together, every left turning tendency together, and calling it P-factor. P-factor is one of four left turning tendencies. I know this was a lot. Maybe you want to go back and watch it again. Maybe you need to do some research on your own, but I promise you these sort of things are going to come up on your commercial pilot Check right. Listen, thanks so much for all you guys do, being such a blessing to myself, my beautiful wife, Ashley, our gorgeous daughter, this great team here at M0A.com. If there's anything, anything at all we can do this week to help make you a safer, smarter pilot, please, please, please don't hesitate to reach out. Guys, enjoy the rest of your day. And most importantly, remember, a good pilot is always learning. Have a great day, guys. See ya.